European Heart Journal, Issue at a Glance, Volume 40, Issue 37. Focus Issue, Channelopathies and Sudden Cardiac Death, by Editor-in-Chief Professor Thomas Lucia, read to you by Morgan Bryan. Channelopathies and Sudden Cardiac Death, Genetics and Pharmacological Triggers. Sudden cardiac death has many causes. Most commonly individuals with, during acute or after myocardial infarction, or those with heart failure are prone to fatal arrhythmias. Particularly in younger subjects, however, genetic cardiomyopathies and channelopathies are important causes of sudden death. Often overlooked are channelopathies such as short or long QT and Brigada syndromes, in which mutation in the gene SCN5A encoding the alpha subunit of the cardiac sodium channel, NAV1.5, are known to be involved. Brigada syndrome is an inherited cardiac disorder predisposing to ventricular arrhythmias with characteristic ECG features. Despite considerable efforts, its genetic basis and cellular mechanisms are not fully understood. In their article, RRAD mutation causes electrical and cytoskeletal defects in cardiomyocytes derived from a familial case of Brigada syndrome. Flavien, Charpentier and colleagues from Inserm in Nantes, France, sought to identify a new susceptibility gene for Brigada syndrome. Whole exome sequencing performed in a three-generation pedigree with five affected members allowed the identification of one rare non-synonymous substitution, PR211H, in RRAD, the gene encoding the RAD GTPase, carried by all affected members of the family. Three additional rare missense variants were found in three out of 186 unrelated index cases. In human hearts, there were higher levels of RRAD transcripts, particularly in the subepicardium, and in mice, in the right ventricular outflow tract. Induced pluripotent stem cells with the PR211H variant exhibited reduced action potential upstroke velocity, prolonged action potentials and increased incidence of early after depolarization, with decreased sodium peak current amplitude and increased sodium persistent current amplitude, as well as abnormal distribution of actin and less focused adhesions, compared with intrafamilial control-induced pluripotent stem cells. Insertion of PR211HRRID variant in control-induced pluripotent stem cells confirmed these results. In addition, induced pluripotent stem cells from affected patients exhibited a decrease in L-type calcium current amplitude. Thus, RRAD is a new susceptibility gene for Brigada syndrome. These novel findings are put into context in an editorial by Elijah Beher from St. George's University Hospital in the United Kingdom. Furthermore, certain drugs may induce or unmask Brigada syndromes such as rapidly accelerated fibrosarcoma inhibitors, or RAF, and mitogen-activated protein kinase enzyme inhibitors for the treatment of melanoma sodium channel blockers, amongst others. These may induce fatal arrhythmias, but the variability of cardiac electrical response remains unexplained. This is addressed in an article Predicting Cardiac Electrical Response to Sodium Channel Blockade and Brigada Syndrome Using Polygenic Risk Scores by Rafik Tadros and colleagues from the Institut de Cardiologie de Montreal in Canada. In 1,368 patients undergoing adjmaline infusion for suspected Brigada Syndrome, they investigated predictors of PR and QRS changes and type 1 Brigada Syndrome ECG features. 
Higher polygenic risk scores for PR interval, baseline PR, and female sex were associated with a more pronounced PR slope, while polygenic risk scores for QRS duration and age were positively associated with QRS slope. Polygenic risk scores for Brugada syndrome, baseline QRS duration, presence of type 2 or 3 Brugada ECG features at baseline, and family history of Brugada syndrome were independently associated with the occurrence of type 1 Brugada ECG. Thus, genetic factors underlie the variability of cardiac electrical response to sodium channel blockers. Polygenic risk scores for Brugada syndrome, family history and baseline ECG can predict the development of a diagnostic drug-induced type 1 Brugada ECG. Thus, polygenic risk scores could be used in the diagnosis of Brugada syndrome and to identify those at risk of arrhythmias to sodium channel blockers. This is further discussed in an editorial by Pedro Brugada from the Free University of Brussels VUB in Belgium. Another important channelopathy is congenital long QT syndrome. Patients with that condition should avoid drugs that can cause torsade de point, a class 1 recommendation of the ESC guidelines. In their article, Long-Term Proarrhythmic Pharmacotherapy Among Patients with Congenital Long QT Syndrome and Risk of Arrhythmia and Mortality, Peter Week and colleagues from Copenhagen University Hospital in Hellerup, Denmark, determined the risk of ventricular arrhythmias and all-cause mortality induced by such drugs in congenital long QT syndrome. During follow-up, 167 of the 279, or 60% of congenital long QT syndrome patients, were treated with drugs that may induce torsade de point, most commonly antibiotics in 34%, proton pump inhibitors in 15%, antidepressants in 12%, and antifungals in 10%, among others. Treatment with drugs slightly decreased one year after diagnosis compared with one year before that. Five years after diagnosis, 34% had received such drugs. Risk factors for torsade de point risk drug treatment were age at diagnosis and previous treatment of such drugs. During follow-up, nine patients were admitted with ventricular arrhythmia. Eight patients died. However, no significant association between the use of drugs potentially inducing torsade de point and ventricular arrhythmias or all-cause mortality was found. Thus, the use of drugs potentially inducing torsade de point is common among patients with congenital long QT syndrome. In a thoughtful editorial, Peter Schwarz from the Istituto Oxologico Italiano in Milan, Italy, reiterates the critical need for more awareness in prescribing patterns in this high-risk patient group. Many genetic and inflammatory cardiomyopathies and myocardial storage diseases are prone to arrhythmias. Sarcoidosis may affect the heart and cause conduction disorders and arrhythmias and may even phenotypically present as hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. In their article, Sudden Death in Cardiac Sarcoidosis, an analysis of nationwide clinical and cause of death registry, Kai Ekström and colleagues from the Helsingen Ulupisto in Finland assessed sudden cardiac death as a presenting manifestation in 351 patients with cardiac sarcoidosis. High-grade atrioventricular block was the most common first sign of cardiac sarcoidosis in 42%, followed by heart failure in 16%, unexpected fatal in 11%, or aborted 3%, or sudden cardiac death in 14%, and sustained ventricular tachycardia in 14%. Severe coronary artery disease was found at autopsy. 
concomitant with cardiac sarcoidosis in 11% of cases presenting with fatal sudden cardiac death. Of all sudden deaths recorded, two-thirds were unexpected. Survival from symptom onset was 85% at 5 years and 76% at 10 years. Thus, fatal and aborted sudden cardiac death constitutes 14% of the presenting manifestations of cardiac sarcoidosis. Nearly two-thirds of all fatalities from cardiac sarcoidosis are caused by undiagnosed granulomas in the heart. The editors hope that this issue of the European Heart Journal will find the interest of its readers.